0: something about worship isn't there that does something to us we were created to worship God we we're created to glorify him how much does worship change us even as we come into this room we begin to realize that yeah we've got challenges we got some walls as we begin to lift up the name of Jesus we begin to understand that. God is greater than all those things. He's able, he's he's working on your behalf today. And I wanna ask you just for a moment to just be seated. Could I ask you just not to go to your phone, there's no notes to take today. I just wanna share a thought with you in the middle of worship and go back into worship. And it's really this aspect that Worship, prayer. Worship is simply our, man, our adoration, our love. It's expressing how much we, we thank God. Worship isn't just singing, that's a part of it, but it's, it's truly actually our response to a God who loves you and I. The Psalms are really an ancient songbook. You begin to realize how many times they wrote those words of worship that would just say, God, you're the creator of the whole universe. You set every star in place and yet you know you know my name. We think about the power and the majesty of God as we even worship today and, and sometimes it comes to the place like the psalmist David wrote and he just said, sometimes I just gotta be still and know that you're God. Prayer, prayer is simply our our relationship with God and in talking with Him and listening for His voice. It's simply abiding with Him. And as we bring these two together, prayer and worship, it begins to create space for God's presence to come in. As we begin to put everything else aside and the challenges, the, the valleys, the mountains, we begin to lift up His name. We begin to talk to him. It's a place that he begins to come in and it creates space for for miracles. I think about that song and the opening line. I've been walking around these walls and I thought by now they'd fall. I can relate to that. How many would say I've got some walls in my life that I really want to fall, I need to fall. The challenge is too many times we begin to look at the walls instead of recognizing what this song says, that, God, you're still able no matter what happens with those walls. you have any walls in your life that you wish would go away, that you need to crumble, that you need to see them fall, and yet they're still there? My question to us is, does that mean God's real or not? It reminds me of three young men who were, in the Bible, that were taken captive and they were brought into Babylon and they were brought before a king. And this is what he required of them, that they would worship a statue that he set up. Actually an idol that represented his power and his authority and they were in a place that they were required to worship or they would be, their lives would be taken. I love their response because it's a response today I wanna put in our heart when we're believing God for a miracle. I want you to look at the scripture and their response to this king. It's in 2 Chronicles, and these three young men, they simply said this. Basically, king, we know that our God is able to save us. Come on, he's able to save us. And then they begin to say, and he will save us. It's not just can, he, he will. They said, Almighty King, I got you to let you know. But even if He doesn't, He is still God, and we will never worship anything else. And I want to say today that there's some people here who need to remember that our God is able and that He is saving you. But how many times is there that word, but, and where that comes in for us? But He isn't doing it like I think He should. He's not saving me in the timing that I think it needs to happen. And I've lived this life long enough to recognize that God doesn't always remove the walls, but he's still able to do miracles. And I can't help but look through the scripture and see there's a miracle at times that he does in a moment. There's a miracle that he can do because he's God. He's the creator of the heavens and the earth. And I see where he comes and he does the miracle in the moment for the impossible. I think about Jehoshaphat and I watch This army of Israel who is so small and puny and there's a nation coming against them. The king's so scared, he tears his clothes. The whole nation turns to God and cries out. And the word of the Lord comes to them and he says, listen, this is the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. Some of you today need to get a hold of that. The battle isn't yours, it's the Lord's. And they said, you just stand still and see your God come through. Praise and worship. It's a funny battle plan, but they sent their army out, but you know who they sent in front of them? They sent the worship team. It's Bridge City in front of the army going out to battle. It was putting their trust in the Lord because he was able, He's gonna rescue us. It says at the moment they began to sing praises to the Lord, the enemy began to fight each other. They never lifted their sword to see victory that day. There's times where we see in the Bible that there's miracles of shackles coming off, limitations being fallen. Paul and Silas sitting in a prison. It kind of describes that actually they're in maximum security. They're in the innermost dungeon, chained up. I wonder what they were thinking in that moment, you see. Because they would had some other brothers that had been in prison before. Acts chapter 12, some years before, James was put in prison by Herod. I bet he prayed for a miracle to be released, but God chose to take him home early. James, one of the closest disciples to Jesus, was killed in that prison. There wasn't a miracle in the moment. It says Herod was so excited at how the Jews were excited when James was, was, was uh, brutally killed that he put Peter in prison. Only a matter of days later. I wonder what Peter was thinking. I think he asked God, God, you can still do a miracle. Yes, you can. It says an angel came and those shackles fell off. The gates opened up. I can't wait to see that someday in heaven. You, yes. Then we fast forward to Paul and Silas sitting in that same jail. It says they began to pray, they began to worship. I wonder if their prayer wasn't something like this. God, we don't know what you're gonna do, but we know you're able. We've seen what you've done before. We don't know how this is going to turn out, but we're not going to turn away from believing you. We don't know. You are going to rescue us, but even if you don't the way we think, we still choose to believe you're God. And in this case, God opened the doors miraculously. The shackles came off. Some of you need a miracle in the moment of healing. Sometimes I feel like the father whose child was demon-possessed and he comes to Jesus and he simply says, Jesus, if you could. I think Jesus had a little twinkle in his eye when he said, what do you mean, if I can? Let me show you how. Can I just declare to you today that God can do a miracle in the moment today. that can change everything. But I also gotta say, the walls don't always fall down. The miracle doesn't always happen in the moment, but God always does a miracle for your journey, and he comes to touch you today to help you walk through that journey. You see, sometimes God doesn't take down the walls. You know why? Because he finds he actually is able to do more in your life by keeping the walls there, but doing a miracle of grace in your life when there shouldn't be any grace. Isn't that what Paul said? Think about Paul. I mean, here he is. He's preaching all night long. A man falls out of the window and he dies. Paul's the guy who prays for him and he sees him come back from the dead. I'd call that a miracle in the moment. But here he is in his own life and it says three times, he begged of God to remove a thorn in the flesh. You know what God said? Paul, not that way. Instead, he said, I'm gonna give you a miracle for the journey. And that miracle is my grace, which is more than enough for you to walk through when the walls still stay in place. Paul learned his lesson and he said, by the way, oh, Philippian church, let me tell you what I've discovered too. It's when we mix this prayer and this worship, he says, be anxious for nothing. Anybody ever want to say to Paul, Paul, that's stupid. I'm anxious about a lot of things. And Paul says, no. If you'll come to God in prayer, with thanksgiving, with worship. You begin to focus your thoughts and countenance and heart on him, please hear me. It's a miracle of peace, because it's peace that shouldn't be there, and that the world cannot give you and I. Strength, how about Isaiah? When you trust in the Lord, he will renew that strength. And I wanna come to a place of faith today as we go back into worship to declare, Here's the challenge, let's ask. Let's ask for a miracle in the moment. Some of you that are struggling with with diseases that nobody can cure, let's ask for it in the moment. Let's ask for the walls to fall down, yet God is still faithful instead. He gives you grace to walk through it. Some miracles will never take place until we enter an eternity. But I'm here to declare God is able and he is faithful for you. God is able and he will save you. But even if he doesn't do it the way you think, he is still good in your life. And I just want to ask you to stand to your feet. And I want to go back into that song. So I'm done talking. And I want to let you worship. I wanna let you magnify God until he's greater than the challenges you're looking at right now. I wanna let us worship to go back and declare his goodness instead of the challenges you're facing. And I want you to get a hold of this today. God is able. He's the God who says, by the way, you can come to me. I am, I'm full of love and grace. I'm full of compassion. Here's what I love. He says, I'm slow to anger. And I'm quick to forgive. That's the kind of God we have. That's the kind of Father we have. Come on. And I think if you love Jesus, it's not just enough to love Him. You need to know He loves you. And He's working in your heart today. He's working in your situation. And sometimes when He's the most silent is when He's doing His deepest, deepest work in you. But you need a miracle of grace and peace as much as you need a physical healing in your body. And let's just begin to let Him know. God, I'm choosing to put you first. Walked around these walls, they haven't fallen yet, but still you, come on, are faithful.